this crazy dream about some folks who love this country who all began to dream the same dream and when the morning came there arose across this nation people thinking one and the same and they awoke to find their freedoms and all their liberties had gradually been taken away and when they realized the danger to their posterity i heard those patriotic people say we want this country back we ain't just joking jack we want our liberty and our dignity and our freedoms and our rights restored we want this country back And the stars and stripes forever symbolize your glorious name America But now it's all been changed and when we gaze upon old glory it's hard to fight back feelings of shame Work it up with lying politicians and greedy corporations who have sold us out time and again And we're sick and tired of sending Yes, we're sick and tired of sending our soldiers to wars that were never meant to win. I am your host, Maggie Rose, and I have with us our co-host today, Chris Brumbles uh, from the Great Northwest. And you are listening to the Concord Lantern. That's right, folks. You heard it right. Um, This is my first show doing the Concord uh, Lantern uh, of the new year. And I'm very grateful to Jeffrey Bennett, who was able to cover for me a couple weeks uh, back last year. And then, of course, as you all know, uh, this Monday's uh, that we have the Concord Lantern falls on a Monday. And, of course, we had Christmas off so the staff at RBN could actually be home with their family and friends. And then, of course, we had January the 1st, which was a special day for RBN uh, to tell you all out there what RBN's all about. So, again, uh, the Concord Lantern now, it's the new name. Um, 28 years ago, I started off with the Concord Hour, later on became the Concord Show. I've been with numerous networks over the last 28 years. Many of them folded either due to bankruptcy or divorce or other issues that are going on. And so, Jeffrey Bennett and I sat back and we talked about this and he agreed with me. Um, This is not a show where we're here to entertain you. We're here to educate you, to hopefully inspire you and to motivate you to make a difference in your communities and in your state, starting at a grassroots level. Not going back to Washington, D.C. and allowing yourself to have a net thrown around yourself and then find yourself uh, facing up to 20 years or more in jail because of a setup by the federal government, which we all now know is what the J6 
uh, have found themselves in. And I just got a text message back from Laura Logan of Laura Logan has no agenda. And um, I met her through 107 a few years ago. She's a wonderful lady. She used to be a news reporter uh, in the sandbox. And she interviewed a Victoria Charity White, who I'm hoping I will be bringing on the show here real soon. She was one of the people in J6 that got severely beat up by the law enforcement there. And uh, her story is horrific. So if you haven't already heard her story, uh, Laura Logan has interviewed her, and it's under the name Victoria Charity White. And Gateway Pundit has actually, for those of you that don't know about Gateway Pundit, shame on you. You need to go and sign up with them. It's free to register with them and get their newsletters. Her story is told there, um, and she's interviewed by my friend Laura Logan. Uh, So, Chris, um, thank you for coming back and starting the new year with me uh, here on the Concord Lantern. It's wonderful to have you again as my co-host. We're going to be covering a lot of things today, and there's going to be numerous breaks throughout, so we'll be able to go get um, a bathroom break or get a glass of water or just take a deep breath. But there's some things that are really going on right now, and I'd like you first to Start off by telling people about this wonderful thing that Don Powers in Oregon is putting together again. And later on, we'll talk a little bit about how Don Powers and yourself and myself and others have been attacked by those people calling themselves Republicans or conservatives who are really rhinos. Um, they're really acting like Marxists and communists when it comes to freedom of speech and to ask questions. But he is putting together something that's going to be taking place here in the very near future, the tickets are very reasonable. And uh, Chris, I would like you to share what Don Powers and his people are trying to do. Well, I appreciate it. I appreciate it, Maggie. And I got to tell you, it's funny you mentioned about you know people being attacked and shut down. It's the same people. You know, it's the same thing with Trump. He's being attacked by both sides, but the, I think that the Republican side is even more the Republican establishment establishment side. They do not want to see him president. But anyways, what they're doing is they're so there's a Professor David Clements and his contributor, Joe, I believe it's Altman, I hope I'm saying that right, created a documentary called Let My People Go. And it will be here in Oregon at the Sherwood Center for the Arts on the 19th of this month. And you can go to www.eventbrite.com and then just search around for the movie let my people go and you can pick up tickets there and when i bought my tickets they were 10 and 15 dollars they had a 25 dollar one for but they were but they were out of, i mean those were to meet the filmmakers but they were out of those so but they just moved it to the sherwood center for the arts and it will be on the 19th and like i said it's eventbrite.com and search for let my people go and this movie, they, they've they been blocked by Google and Apple and all kinds of other places. So, you know what, you know, they don't they don't block you for telling the truth. They, they block you, for, I mean, for telling lies, they block you for telling the truth. And this, this film has truth about election fraud and the J6 political prisoners. And they are political prisoners. This is a, I mean, now they're taking these, evidently, I just read something by Stuart Rhodes, who, who is in prison. And they took his girlfriend slash Oath Keeper's attorney out of the jail and took her to a mental health facility. This is real KGB crap going on, you know. And, you know, if the government or the left attack you, 
and try to shut you shut you down for something, you're probably tell they're probably telling the truth, and that's something you should really check out. <laughs> so the truth that they don't like the truth because it'll expose them and it'll set us free. So I'm gonna. I mean, Maggie's agreed to put their their flyer on her website, and I believe she's Don. Don will be here. Don Powers. He's the guy putting this together. He will be on the show next next Monday. So, anyways, it, it's it's like I said, it's about the election fraud and the J six political prisoners, and I think that we all need to watch it because every thing they have that the government has told us and the media has told us is a lie. This is a coup in my opinion, and we need to wake up. So there's that. <laughs> you know, the first time I met Don Powers was he was putting together, I think it was up in Clackamas County, and he was putting together with his people um, a gathering of many of us coming together, conservatives that were um, very concerned about the child trafficking, the human trafficking, and the drugs coming across the border. And he had this wonderful lady they gave a presentation, and what was really interesting is at the very end when she was talking about one of her heroes, it turned out it was her son who had been in the military and mm-hmm. how her son uh, was basically standing up against what he knew was wrong. And, you know, we have many of our military people. Chris, you and I both served in the Army. Uh, my husband served in the Army, and many of our friends have served in the military, both men and women. And we have found many of our people, our veterans, have been so lied to since just after World War One. We Many of us have been used as cannon fodder for um, uh, being in wars that we had no business being in, and others that they tried to call a war, but it was never declared a war. So we basically know it was nothing but a police action. And finding out that the CIA was the one that was the main guilty um, participant creating wars in many of these countries to take down what they thought would be presidents or others that would not go along with the um, colonization of, of the United States. Now, we talk about England colonizing and that King Charles now owns like one uh, 25th or um, 25th of the, the world in all these countries that they've colonized over the years. And yet the U.S. has been just as guilty of colonization, of genocide, uh, of the indigenous people um, uh, attacking people that uh, if they won't let them use their resources or steal re- resources off of their lands, then we go in there and we create wars and conflict and basically what I consider a murder and genocide of their people. And so we know that the CIA has been involved in this. Oh, and yeah. we know that right now the globalist and the New World Order is um, allowing our veterans population to be under attack. And they are coming over the border now in such hordes that we are getting reports from um, Laura Logan, uh, my friend Laura Logan, 107, another friend of mine, and many others are stating to me, and I've met with them in person when they've shared these things with me, that they're allowing in many, many terrorists over our border who are being seated throughout the United States to be the sleeper cells. And then when they're given the green light, we are going to be attacked from within and without. Well, they've already they've already caught them with EIDs and weapons and explosives and stuff like that. You don't hear about that on the news. But, if you know, they... <laughs> I'm sure that probably more than half of them get away. So if you've found EIDs and guns and ammo, what has got away? You know what I mean? And and now you got 
you got elected employees at state level and the federal level helping them and covering for them, which I believe is treason. Treason is giving aid to a foreign enemy. And this is this is an invasion. This is I, I don't ever call them illegal immigrants, or I don't ever call them immigrants or not. They're illegal invaders. They're invading us. We are now the Indians. We're getting invaded, and it ain't going to end well. But thank goodness President Trump says day one he's going to start exporting these fools. Yeah, I'm waiting for that day. You know, I wanted to also say we have quite a few listeners listening to us right now, Chris. We have mm-hmm. um, a couple people over in – actually, more than just a couple of people because she's been spreading the word. Uh, mm-hmm. Some of them are actually newscasters in Australia down under. And oh. so she's listening to the show right now and saying that much of what we're going through right now, Australia – has been going through as well. I have somebody who's down in what I would consider the deep south who is listening to our uh, show right now today. I have a history with this person in radio going way back for many years. Mm-hmm. And um, he has been, he's a musician. Uh, he plays Irish music and all kinds of music. And uh, in one of the southern states, just below where you were raised and grew up. And so he's listening uh, he decided to hop into the show, so I said I would put a shout-out for him. Um, so he did hop into the show. I can see his smiley face on Skype right now. So he's <laughs> listening very much to what you're saying, too. What would you say to people right now about what is going on with the Second Amendment and how so many of these states right now are finding themselves um, under a major siege by the globalists who are now afraid, their their deep dive, ditch effort to try to find any way and every way to take away our right to defend ourselves from a tyrannical government. Well, they've got billions, and, well, probably trillions of dollars and hundred years trying to take over this country. And you're not going to take over this country if we have our guns. So they're going to, I mean, even though every law they write is, un, every gun law is unconstitutional, every single one. And if you go back and read the Bruin decision, I believe that the Supreme Court agrees with me. Obviously, now there's a new standard. If if you can't prove that there was a, the same law back in the time of our founding, or, you know, it can't be a law now. When you go back and look at the laws, the only laws they had on guns back then were, yeah, it's illegal to shoot someone, to murder someone, rob banks, stuff like that. But that has nothing to do with guns. That has to do with criminal activity. And for those who can't separate guns from criminal activity, I set my gun on my bed stand the other night and walked away for two hours, it shot nobody. It was amazing. So <laughs> when they start throwing in these euphemisms, trying to say gun crime and all that, that's just that's just to get your guns. They're not going to – but there is a couple interesting, interesting things going on with the Second Amendment right now, I believe. So last week, Wayne LaPierre resigned from the NRA. You know, as you know, the NRA is under – they're under a lot of scrutiny right now. They're going to court, I believe, this coming week for misappropriation of funds and a bunch of other stuff. Well, i got to tell you, I, I hate to see them go, but I don't think the NRA has done much for us. I, in fact, I call, them, I call the NRA not really allies. That's what NRA stands for. But I believe that this may be the beginning of the end for them, and I hope they recover. But if they do not, they need to actually start fighting for our rights. And I mean – if they do, if the NRA does survive, they need to start fighting for our rights instead of compromising them away. In Oregon in 1998, we had constitutional carry, and the NRA threatened the Republicans and told them not to vote for it. 
they came out and said that the Brady Bill was their bill. They said that only cops should have guns at schools. And then there was one guy even come out, one of their board members came out and said, we should only have two bullet, be able to carry two bullets. Now, they've backed many anti-rights candidates and Harry Reid. You know, I'm with Oregon Firearms Federation, so I really don't, I don't like talking bad about them. But I'm telling you, Gun Owners of America has done 10 times as much good for us than they have. So if you are in the NRA and, and they do end up canceling, please consider going to the Gun, on, Gun Owners of America because they're just like Oregon Firearms Federation. They are no compromise. Why Amen. should you compromise on your rights? It doesn't make any sense. Amen. Yep. And so then, so anyways, the NRA is having hard times. They may not survive this. It's. I think it's the beginning of the end for them. I really do. And so we got... This thing really impresses me in this going on in Illinois. Everybody's heard of the PICA, right? Yes. So what what is PICA? PICA is hang on a second. I, I, I want to make sure I get this right. It is the anyways, they had till they had from October, I can't remember the oh yeah, October first. 2023 to December. PICA is the Protect Illinois Com Communities Act. And of course, that is, uh, you know, that is opposite of what it does. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's an acronym for what they're going to do is basically take away more of your Second Amendment right to defend yourself. So if we are invaded or these sleeper cells start coming after us in our cities or our small communities, uh, if you don't have... Um, your ammunition and your firearms and able to defend yourself, you, you're a sitting duck is what you are. Right. Well, PICA, PICA started out as an insurance bill. And, of course, they just grabbed it and gutted it and changed it and passed it in 72 hours overnight without letting any public input or anything. And what it what it does, it's it says get rid of your guns. Well, a lot of guns. There's like 100 and is well over 100 guns. I think it's 100. I can't remember if it's 107 or 170, but it's a lot of guns. And, of course, they call them assault weapons and all that other stuff, which no such thing as an assault weapon in the in, in our society anyways, unless you pick it up and hit use it for a club. But they had from October 1st, 2023 to December 31st, 2023, to turn in their guns in their magazines or – they call common, common. Of course, they call commonly owned magazines. Uh, what they what they call those? They call them anyway. Anyways, they they use euphemisms on those two. So they had they had till the twenty third of December, and the number of people completing a, dis, a disclosure form. Now they're either supposed to register them or get rid of them. So they call that a disclosure form, and 29,357 people complied. Now, the registered, they either registered their weapons, their magazines, or I believe they included gun parts. Now, the people who had FOID cards, the firearm identification cards, is 2.4 million in that state. So that that means that about 1.22% that are registered have their firearms registered or other things complied. About 1.22%. Now, the government's threatening to use the state police to go door to door. I don't know how that's going to work for them. This is really Orwellian. It's it's Nazism. It's 
but you know, I'm, I can't be I can't be more proud of the people in Illinois for basically giving the finger to the government. We're not going to do this. We're not going to comply. And so what we have is mass noncompliance, and we got to see more of that. <laughs> you know, they don't have a, they don't have a right to take away. And you said constitutional rights, and I know you you misspoke, but we don't have constitutional rights. We don't have Second Amendment rights. We have natural born rights. And the Bill of Rights is really a bill of limitations on government, and it and it blocks them from touching our rights. But they don't seem to care about that, do they, Maggie? No, they don't. No, they don't. They don't care. They don't care what we think. We don't. They don't care how we feel. And as somebody said the other day, you know, they don't care about our children. All they care right. about is kowtowing to the globalist elite, and they seem to think many of these Marxist, Democrat, liberals, far, and I, and so there's some good Democrats out there, Chris, you know there are, but I'm talking about the far left Democrats that are really more communist or Marxist than they are Democrats, and many of them have been promised that, you know, if you do this, and, and this is not just in the U.S., but all around the world, um, right. many of these people, leaders, have been promised uh, and big corporations and politicians around the world have been promised, if you help us do this, if you help us do that, if you help us push more vaccines, if you help us close down these places when we say to, then you will be among the elitist that will be enjoying the fruits of the resources that we feel the useless eaters and feeders are using up. And the thing is, they don't seem to realize that once they've outlived their usefulness to the elitist, they also would be thrown in the same situation that we are. And I keep thinking about the Hunger Games. You know, the movie, when it first started out, it was all about there was a major, major catastrophe in the United States. Uh, society collapsed. And so many of these elitist and rich people got together and they moved into what they call their main city hub. And then everybody else, the majority of the population were in the outside divided. The whole country of the U.S. was divided up into like 12 or 13 sections and each section had a job to do. If you were on the coast, you had to do all the fishing. If you were in the woods, you had to do the hunting. If you were in another part of the United States, you had to do all the manufacturing. And all the fruits of their labor was mostly sent to the big city where the wealthy to-do elitists were eating high on the hog, dressed in their finery, and they then decided when there was an uprising that they were going to every year choose so many people from each district who would have to fight to the death. And these were children ages 6 all the way up to 18. And so this is what the globalists do. They deliberately turn on us in order for them to live their high fluting lifestyles. Yeah. Well, I don't, I don't know why my, my – this is a different subject, but I, those mag, the magazines they call high-capacity magazines, and they're commonly owned magazines. I, I don't know why I had a brain slip earlier, but I did. I guess – I reckon I'm getting old. <laughs> no, but, you know, the but, thing is, is that globalists are trying to take away our guns. Yeah, so they are. We can't, and, we can't defend ourselves take- against something like the Hunger Games. Yeah, and, and China wants our guns gone. Why, why would China – why does China care if we have guns? And, because and they want to invade. Yeah, you see all these politicians, elected employees, I like to call them, because that's what they are. And, you know, I saw this meme the other day, and it was just perfect. It said, you know, we haven't we haven't tarred and feathered our politicians in a long time, and it shows. <laughs> <laughs> 
So, I agree. And, and, you know, Canada has warned us and Australia's warned us yeah. that if we don't want a society like the one that I just talked about that movie, then we need to stand up because they say, if you, the United States falls, then we will fall. And already Australia right. has taken their guns well, away from them. And look Canada, 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 look at Canada. Canada's already fell. I mean, as oh. far as I'm concerned, they, oh, yeah. they, they, they are now getting, they, they even put one, they put single shot rifles on their list of guns. You can't have. So, I mean, look, they, they forced them all to vax. They, they threw, remember Arthur, Arthur, Arthur Pulowski, he, we both have had him on our individual shows, and he's sitting in prison right now, I believe. Yes, he is. Yeah, for they're preaching. Tra- for preaching, and also because what he was doing there, Chris, and I don't know if you're aware of it, because he and I became really good friends when I first introduced him to you. He said that his church and himself were out there in the streets when snow was six foot high, Feeding yeah. feeding people in the streets, not just the homeless, but other people that were struggling because the government in the city where he's from, which is run by Muslims, it's a it's a Muslim controlled government bureaucracy. And he yeah. said, these are not your good Muslims. And there's a difference. He said, these are Muslims that want to help take over the world. And, the, and he said, these people were attacking me because I was helping the people in the streets. And he said, they have control over the government. They have control over the law enforcement. And he said, now he said, they're taking away my freedom of speech. They're taking away my freedom to practice my religion. They won't allow me to help the people in the streets because it makes them look bad that that government itself is not helping their own people. Right. They've, they are beyond woke. They definitely are, and they think they can, they can take your kids. If I mean, well, you know, and I always tell people, what, look at Canada because for some reason America, it's like Oregon and California. California and Oregon compete on who can be the most farthest left and the most woke. And, Cal, can, you know, it's like America follows trends in Canada, and I don't get it. Why? We, they, they are not Americans. They, they don't have our Bill of Rights. We've we fought a revolution. <laughs> we fought a revolution to kill a lot of people and to protect our rights. And I tell you what, they have to. I, I think Canada needs to start standing up against their government more. Of course, when they do, what do they do? They steal their money out of their account. They they accuse them of terrorism for redressing their grievances. You saw what happened with the trucker when the truckers pulled in whatever town that was. They did that and. It's it's ridiculous. They've gone just totally woke, and I don't I don't believe all the people in Canada are like that. No, I mean, I've met a few that are not like that, and they it's got to be just driving them crazy. I know what it does to me in Oregon, seeing all these illegal laws pass, and no matter how hard they fight, when we win, they just cheat and pass them anyways. Well, that's what they're doing. Of course, everybody now knows that Justin Trudeau is the, you know, illegitimate, the love child between Cuban, uh, former Cuban president Fidel Castro. Uh, Justin Trudeau's mother and her husband could not have children together. And Mm. so the story as it goes is, and there's a lot of evidence with pictures and documentation and signed affidavits and everything, that Justin Trudeau's mother and her husband used to go spend a lot of time with Fidel Castro. And her husband had no problem with her being alone with Fidel Castro. So it is believed that Justin Trudeau, uh, who greatly worships 
um, the ideology of Fidel Castro and what his belief system was uh, there in Cuba, uh, they believe that Justin Trudeau is just a carbon copy of his dad, uh, who they believe is Fidel Castro. So when you look at what's happening in Canada and the, and the stolen elections and all that's taking place there, I have no doubt that Justin Trudeau is going to be um, no different than his father in many, many ways. And the conservatives in Canada are fit to be tied because they realize they are being run by a dictator in their own country. Yeah, I don't I don't know if he's his father or not, but I do know he he trained under Soros for that, you know, new world government people he trains. And right. I do know he's a he's about the farthest left radical Marxist there. Probably worse than than the leader of China. This guy's crazy, and he he doesn't care. Just like just like oh Biden, they don't care. See, these guys are Machiavellian communists, as far as I'm concerned. Any, they don't care what damage they do. They just want to win. They well, they want to win by any means necessary, no matter what the cost. And that's that's really sad, man. I, I, maybe we will see tar and feather and come back. <laughs> I think we should. Well, you know, we're going to be talking um, um, during this show about some people right in the state of Oregon that are doing the same thing, that are calling themselves conservatives, calling themselves uh, Republicans, or calling themselves Christian. And I say that like, oh, my goodness. And yet what they're doing is attacking anybody who does not see things their way, who does not agree with things their way, and um, taking away the freedom of speech. We're going to be going to a break, folks. You're listening to Chris Brumbles and uh, my co-host. I'm Maggie Rose, and you're listening to the Concord Lantern. We will be right back on the other side of the break. All right. I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network. Real news. Real talk. Real people. Because you can handle the truth. Homeowners, if your lender has gone out of business or sold your transaction to another lender or servicer, you may be the victim of a wrongful foreclosure resulting in the loss of your home. If you've already lost your home, are in foreclosure, or even in good standing, you can challenge the mortgage transaction's illegal issue and your property can be restored to you. And your foreclosure can be stopped or reversed and the mortgage transaction declared unenforceable. State laws, U.S. title codes, the Uniform Commercial Codes, and U.S. Supreme Court rulings have upheld that defective mortgage documentations can reverse or stop foreclosures and enforce property title claims in favor of the homeowner. We are having successes in stopping the process of foreclosure, the enforcement of the foreclosure judgments, the sale of property, and evictions after the sale. We are not attorneys, and we don't give legal advice. We are a professional team of legal researchers, providing forensic mortgage audits and expert witnesses. We have the knowledge to produce the evidence and enforce laws regarding your legal issues. We've been in business for 12 years without a complaint. Consultations are free, and we provide a free title search to confirm if your mortgage has legal defects. Email tom at republicbroadcasting.org. T-O-M at republicbroadcasting.org. Hello, hello, hello from beautiful Colorado. My name is Samuel Jung and I am currently the lead Shilajee hunter and master herbalist for Colorado Shilajee Company. In this video series, I will be discussing what we believe is the greatest of all adaptogenic superfoods and the single greatest natural healing remedy gifted to us by Mother Earth. I think you too will become as excited by this incredible substance called Shilajee as we were and are after our discovery of this amazing gift right here in beautiful, colorful Colorado. You may already know Shilaji by other names. Shilajit, Momio, Momi, Mami, Mineral Pitch, Asphaltum, and others. 
Shiroji literally translates to destroyer of weakness and conqueror of mountains. Shiroji has been in use for thousands of years and is considered as the highest valued cure-all of any earthly substance. Look for the gold mountain and medical symbol logo in banners on republicbroadcasting.org to watch the full video and see more information. Use code GORBN when ordering. That's G-O-R-B-N. People often write to tell us what has happened for them since starting Extendivite. Allow me to read a few highlights. Extendivite works in keeping my blood pressure in the normal range. I have been using Extendivite for many years. Great product. I use regularly and I rarely get sick. This product has relieved what appeared to be angina pain in my chest and shortness of breath after climbing stairs. I'm quite happy about it. My husband, son, and I have been using this product for a few months now, and we have noticed an improvement in our joints and blood pressure. To order, call 1-877-928-8822 or visit extendivite.com. That's X-T-E-N-D-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Extend your life with Extendovite. Listening to the wind Trying to hear the voice of a distant friend Wishing you and I were close again Listening to the wind Listening to the breeze As it whispers through the poplar trees Do you think of me way back then? Do you listen to the wind? Welcome back, folks. I am your host, Maggie Rose, and I have in the studio my co-host, Chris Brumbles of the former show, The Trigger Warning. He is the Columbia County Coordinator for Oregon Firearms Federation in the Northwest. And he has also been a very strong supporter of many of the Patriot groups across the nation, um, as well as he is an Army veteran. And he is very knowledgeable. He and uh, his friend Kevin on the Second Amendment issues um, and what it means to our country If you guys continue to, uh, like they're doing in Arizona, they have this buyback program where you turn in your firearms and they will give you either financial or food credit, which is absolutely insane to me. Uh, Folks, you're listening to the Conquered Lantern. Uh, This is the new uh, program we have now here on Republic Broadcasting Network, and we will be coming to you every Monday at 4 o'clock Central. That's 3 Mountain Time, and that is 2 o'clock Pacific Standard Time from 2 to 4 or Central Time from 4 to 6. And next Monday, Chris Brumbles is going to be bringing in and introducing um, a friend that we both have, someone we both know very, very well, uh, Don Powers, who will be talking a lot about uh, what he is going to be um, doing in the next few weeks and months ahead. And also, Chris, would you like, again, to those people just tuning into the show to present and again, what Don Powers has got going up his sleeve right now and where they can get the tickets. Yeah. 
It's it's a movie called Let My People Go, and it, it tells you the truth the truth about the election fraud and election theft, I believe. And it it also talks about the J6 political prisoners. These people have been fighting hard for these J6 political pr- prisoners. These people have been, you know, tortured. They've been, some of them, we found out, have been put in mental facilities because evidently they don't want them to speak to anyone. They get they have been put in solitary for mo- solitary. Some of them for months and months and months. And I mean, look, they're just now arresting people three years later three years later and there's people in there that's been in there for three years that haven't even had a trial yet. Now, how does that not violate the eighth amendment? They'd like to rationalize what, what a quick and speedy trial is, but I'm sorry, I don't care who you are. Three years is not a quick and speedy trial. And I mean, you're not going to get any fair trial in Washington DC. Anyways, you've got a bunch of useful idiots there that do whatever the government tells them. And the government there is all Democrats. So, we are, you know, they really have succeeded in dividing our country. And and when you, I, I believe, after you watch this film, you're going to find out that it, it, the whole thing was a setup. The whole thing was a setup by the Democrat Party and the media working together. And yeah, you go to eventbrite.com and you type in the, you know, you look in the search bar for "Let My People Go." And you should be able to find tickets, but it's going to be down in in Sherwood. So it's and you, obviously you're going to probably want to live in Oregon, <laughs> but it should be a, or get a hotel. It's got to be a good movie because they are attacking this guy relentlessly. They've tried to block him on YouTube, and I've, this is what I've heard, anyways. YouTube and Apple, anything to do with Apple and Google and all the big ones, they're trying to block it, like like they did that movie. What was that movie about the kids getting stolen from their parents? Oh, yeah. Uh, free, Sex trafficking. Uh, the sound of Freedom. Yeah, it's kind of something like that, it sounds like. Except for, I don't think they have as much money to override that. But So we need to get the word out and get to watch this movie and support these guys. And they've done just a... I've seen the trailer. If, if it's anything like the trailer, it's going to be an excellent movie. Yeah, I saw the trailer, too. It's pretty good. And as I said, I opened up the show by talking about um, uh, Laura Logan. Uh, she was in the sandbox many years ago with a major news network, and mm-hmm. some horrific things happened to her, and she survived, and she came up out of it, and she's been going around the country. She's gotten presented a few awards because of her outspokenness and the fact that she's willing to uh, put their feet to the fire with what's going on. And she interviewed um, Victoria Charity White, who was one of the women that went there on uh, January the 6th. And what had happened is she was actually outside the building and saw, she already knew, as we all now know, many of the Antifa, we've got even got video of Antifa taking off their clothes and putting on Trump paraphernalia to make themselves look like they're Trump people. And then she actually caught them climbing up on the edge of this window and trying to smash the window. She pulled them down to try to stop them. And another lady pulled another man up there and he was smashing the window. And somehow Miss Victoria Charity White was able to stop that. And the crowd was pushing in on her so badly, they shoved her into the breezeway of uh, the building. And she started getting beat within an inch of her life. 
by especially three officers. One was a female and two were males. And we actually have videos showing them beating her over the head and punching her and in the face over and over and over again. And all she was trying to do was get out. But the push of the crowd coming into the breezeway that shoved her in there and then all the police officers that were in the breezeway basically shoving her up against a wall And she said, it was all I could do to try to stay on my own two feet and try to breathe and survive. Um, And I've got this one little clip. I wanted to play this here. Um, Again, you can find this, folks. Either go to Gateway Pundit, uh, which is one of my favorite sites to go to, or Truth in Media. And this is Laura Logan, the same Laura Logan who has no agenda, interviewing Victoria Charity White. Neil McAllister, and Sarah Beaver, among those who received the MPD's Ribbon of Valor at their annual awards ceremony some nine months after January 6th. Batchel was promoted a few months later in 2021, and again the following year on April 7th, when he reached the rank of commander and took over running the MPD Special Operations Division. January 6th, Jason Bagshaw was a hated man among far-left activists and members of Antifa. He and the MPD often accused by them of using excessive force. In 2017, the MPD was ranked third in the nation for misconduct settlements, according to a non-profit, policescorecard.org, that was founded by leftist activists, including one of the leaders of Black Lives Matter. Some of those lawsuits were brought by the ACLU, others by leftist protesters who claimed the MPD violated their constitutional rights. For their part, Antifa protesters, like these dressed in the uniform of Antifa's black bloc, are trained to incite police to act. When they do, images of uniformed officers using any type of force play into their defund the police agenda. Much like this clip from 2020 that showed Jason Bagshaw picking up a protester and dropping him. And incidents like this one from July 2022, when Bagshaw shot and killed 23-year-old Lazarus Wilson, as seen in this video right after the shooting when a police officer arrived on scene. Bagshaw was off duty at the time, and police released this video of the suspect allegedly pointing a gun, and this footage of diners hiding under their tables in a nearby restaurant. He was cleared of any wrongdoing, and his bio on the MPD website showed that throughout his career, he's received awards and commendations. On January 6th, police body cam footage showed him easily recognizable with frame and white shirt on the front line, confronting protesters for some time before he got to the West Tunnel. Officer Neil McAllister's body cam showed him being gassed multiple times. And in the midst of the action on the lower West Terrace. In this clip, a protester who was surrounded by police managed to break free and make a run for it, only to be tackled by McAllister, 
Strangely enough, there was another lapse in his body cam footage at a critical moment. The clip ended abruptly, and when the next began, the timestamp showed seconds were gone. Once again, we turned to another source to see what was happening in that moment. In this footage that was shared on social media, you see the man restrained, face down on the ground, with McAllister on top of him. The cops are beating the fuck out of that guy. When Officer Neil McAllister's body cam resumed, the man was cuffed and briefly detained. Later, McAllister was recorded saying the police should be harder on the crowd. At another point, he said, and after that, with this mindset, McAllister was sent into the tunnel. After he and other officers shoved people down the steps to clear them, a man lunged at him twice. Some of the protesters voiced their concern and support. We requested interviews with Commander Bagshaw and Officer McAllister, but the MPD Communications Office declined. We also filed freedom of information requests for their police records, but those were also denied. Before any of this happened, when Victoria White was still outside the tunnel, she told us about an incident that troubled her. I hear Antifa, Antifa. Then I look and here's a guy like trying to break out the window. So that was a big concern to me. Very big. So what did you do? I immediately thought to myself, the right thing to do is stop the guy. So I just ran. And I didn't think, give it another thought. I just ran and pulled him down. And he was breaking out that window that was right next to the to the West Tunnel entrance, right? Yeah. He sure seemed like Antifa because he sure fit the little description. I mean... It's like a little guy. This little white guy. Yeah. Skinny. Glasses, skinny, scrawny, and just like, little dude. I'm like, soy boy is what I thought. I'm like, get him out of here. Get him out of here. You know, we don't do that. Like, who comes to see the president and hear him and then go break out a window? We, we, we don't do that. So for you, doing nothing wasn't an option? No. No. With the first man removed, another climbed up and took his place, assisted by this woman in what looked like a coordinated effort. When I go to grab him, and then men, a group like of men, they, they grab me. and But I managed to get one arm free, come over and grab his backpack and pull him down. And it was then that I realized, like, oh no, like, they don't want me stopping. No one, they, they want this. Like something, I, I remember hearing, you know, like before and I, Antifa said that they would infiltrate um, and dress like Trump supporters and things like that. Uh, little did I realize at the time that you, there's fed undercovers and confidential HSS, Yep. The official line was that Antifa had no role in the violence that day, but for many that was undermined early on by curious footage like this that went viral. 
People online claimed it showed Antifa operatives switching out their clothes, although these individuals remain unidentified. Victoria White was no stranger to conflict. For her, life had always been rough, starting at birth. So, Chris, one of the things I wanted to bring up about this is earlier in the interview, when Laura Logan is spending quite a bit of time interviewing Victoria, uh, that shows that the same two officers that they were talking about, that when they were actually beating her in the tunnel, they had body cams on. And later on, when those body cams were released, you're showing whole seconds have been deleted and missing uh, between the beginning of beating her and then later on them picking up and trying to beat on her again. And I remember with Robert Lavoy Finnegan, I was with him a few days before he was assassinated by the then Governor Kate Brown's um, state troopers, uh, the mm. FBI and the mercenaries that Obama had actually sent to Oregon for his friend Kate and, Brown. And by the way, by the, way the, the guy who murdered Lavoy is now the head of the state police. So that other that, idea. Yeah, that's what I heard. That he's just like these other officers in Washington, D.C., have been promoted and given all these awards. Oh, yeah, they, gave, they gave him medals and promoted them, gave him raises, all that stuff. And Oh, it's, it's yeah. infuriating. You know, yeah. when we, right after that happened, um, and after Lavoie was assassinated and Shauna Cox was arrested, um, I got a phone call from Shauna Cox, and I was like, how are you calling me? And she said, well, they released me out of jail. And I said, how did you have my phone number being they took your cell phone and your camera? She said, well, I had uploaded your phone number, Maggie Rose, to the cloud just before we were um, ambushed by the federal government and by the state. And so she called me and my husband and I, we went up there and we picked her up outside the jail. We took her to a hotel. My husband bought her and her sister from Arizona, a hotel, and we provided a security uh, from the paparazzi that were looking for her and her sister. And during one of the times that we were up there with her until her family could come from Utah to get her, my husband moved her to another hotel, also in the Portland area, closer to the courthouse. And we invited my friend from um, a news, major, major news uh, broadcaster. Uh, he's uh, He does huge demo- uh um, do, um, do, uh, uh, documentaries. He does huge demo- um, for the for this news that he yeah that he works for. I can't mention his name. I can't mention who they are, but they're so big. I mean, the minute I said their name and his name, you know who he is. He's a very big name person, and he's been at many of the shootings and things that have happened around the country. So he showed up there at our hotel, and we set up her hotel room where he could interview her. And after the interview was done, we opened up our computers, and there we could actually see the footage of – the drone following Robert Lavoie Finnegan along that highway right outside Burns and Harney County. And we could see the shooting. And then after it was all over, we saw an agent and he was without a hat. And he actually walked across the snow, knelt down, and we watched him plant a firearms on Lavoie Finnegan. And when we saw this, we were in such shock, we contacted another editor for a newspaper in Roseburg and many other men. And we'll come back on the end of the station break and I'll talk about that. Independent voices are needed more than ever to battle the offensive against our freedoms and liberties. 
As a listener of RBN, no one understands this concept better than you. Now it's up to you to do your part. The time has come for you to take action and begin broadcasting the truth to hundreds or thousands of people every month. Sound impossible? Quite the contrary. With pointed slogans from LibertyStickers.com, you can reach countless sleeping Americans unaware that they live in a real-life wonderland. LibertyStickers.com has a huge inventory of political bumper stickers and messages that reflect the truth about our government, our politicians, and the future of America. With so many in stock, there's one perfect for you. Visit us today at LibertyStickers.com. Again, that's LibertyStickers.com. Do your part. Your voice is important. Let it be heard. Did you know the IRS publicly admits that income tax is collected by voluntary compliance? Get the information you need to help you avoid income tax with these five easy steps. All you have to do is go to avoidincometax.com to get your five easy steps on how to avoid the IRS income tax. Escape the IRS. Let avoidincometax.com help you. We guarantee our five easy steps or your money back. Go to avoidincometax.com. Attention, freedom-loving patriots. Are you ready to dive deep into the principles that founded our great nation? Join me, Peter Serafine, and the Institute on the Constitution as we light the way to a brighter future with the Liberty Lighthouse Classroom. At liberty-lighthouse.com slash classroom, you'll find a treasure trove of online courses on the U.S. Constitution, carefully crafted to empower you with knowledge to defend your rights and liberty, whether you're a student, a history enthusiast, or just a concerned citizen. These courses are for you. Gain a comprehensive understanding of our Constitution's principles, the wisdom of our founding fathers, and how to apply them in today's world. As a special offer to our freedom-loving listeners of Republic Broadcasting Network, use coupon code RBN at checkout and get 20% discount on any course. Join the Liberty Lighthouse Classroom and be a part of the movement to uphold the values that have made our nation exceptional. Unleash the power of knowledge and protect what truly matters, our Constitution. Visit liberty-lighthouse.com slash classroom today. Don't miss this incredible opportunity. Use code RBN for 20% off. Together, we'll be the beacon of freedom our founding generation envisioned. Liberty Lighthouse Classroom. Illuminating minds, empowering patriots. Welcome back, folks, to the Conquered Lantern. I'm your host, Maggie Rose, and co-host, Chris Brumbles. And you are listening to us here on Republic Broadcasting Network Live. And next Monday, Chris Brumbles hopefully will be back with us to introduce Don Powers, who will be coming to us and talking about the documentary that he is bringing to Oregon. And the producers and directors are going to be there. Tickets are on sale now. And we're going to be putting that up on all the Telegram channels, Facebook channels, and on the different websites. So as I was saying, Chris, um, the video, the cam, the body cams of these officers that were beating up Victoria um, 
white as she was trying to not be pushed into the breezeway. Um, there were sections that had been cut and spliced out. And when my friend from this major network and Shauna Cox and her sister and my husband, JC, and about nine other men that came down to interview her from Washington State, we all watched the live drone video uh, leading up to the ambush of Robert Lavoie Finnegan, Shauna Cox, Ryan uh, Bundy, and um, y- the young Veronica, I think was her name. Um, and then we see this agent walking across the highway in front of the vehicles, crossing up on the snow embankment, and then kneeling down by Robert Lavoie Finnegan, uh, whose head was pointing towards the freeway, and planting a firearm on him. Now, we call that a throwdown. Um, What is really sad about this is, number one, not only did the FBI, uh, the feds, splice out that section when they realized that hundreds and thousands of people had watched this, but also now we understand that the government has so um, refused due process to his widow, Jeanette Finnegan, has so refused to allow them to go forward that now her case has been basically killed and it doesn't look like she's going to be able to go forward with the wrongful death. I did talk to her this summer quite a bit. And by the way, what an amazing lady and her new husband is just excellent guy. And she is now she's going back to the Supreme Court just to get his items. They have st- 7 years later they have still not given her his truck, his gun, any you know anything. And by the way, the gun they supposedly found was not his gun. He had his gun was hanging on his bed back at the bunk. Right. And so you know, I saw the video. I saw what happened. They mur- it was murder. He was shot in the back two or three times and they just let him lay there and bleed out. And it was sad. It was disgusting. And then they turn around, and a guy named George Floyd dies, and they they accuse a cop of it. They burn the city. They tear up the police station. They told the police to stand down. I saw the I, I saw the body footage of that the other, or the body cam footage of that the other day, and they did not kill George Floyd. The, the autopsies come out now and said he was not. He didn't die of asphyxiation he died uh, he 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 had a lethal dose of fentanyl in his body and that's probably what killed him but they must have argued with him for it seemed like about 45 minutes or an hour maybe even longer and they just kept trying to get him to get in the car he get in the car he wouldn't do it oh please oh please don't don't put me in the car and i guess that's how he acted every time he got arrested he's a career criminal this guy yep and and now you got a cop, and you know I'm not an apologist for police officers. I just am not. I've had a lot of bad run-ins in, one, in my younger days with police, and where they actually, some of them actually did try to kill me. They were going to throw me in a swimming pool with my ankles cuffed to my wrist, but I, I got lucky and moved out of that state. <laughs> but, <laughs> but they, and I wasn't even resisting arrest. So that's the thing. I was just a big guy, and they didn't, they didn't like me. And, but this guy. I mean, I, they had every right to beat the hell out of, the, out of that George Floyd, and and I didn't see that happen. And I think I, I believe because of the autopsy report that he had an OD on fentanyl and died, and now this guy's sitting in prison for 21 years and for basically doing his job. And now you got Lavoie Fenham laying in the snow, twitching, bleeding out. 
I can't imagine how his, what his wife felt like that when she was Simply watching that thing. Foods is dedicated to providing the best quality food oh you can gosh. buy next to fresh. Do we have a, a commercial coming market. on? No, we're not supposed fruits, to. Vegetables and meats are suitable for everyday use, and you won't have to worry about throwing away valuable groceries ever again. Our food is completely GMO-free, and our stringent quality controls, plus testing for heavy metals, makes us unique in the storable foods market. Simply Clean Foods' primary focus is to bring clean food to people all around the world and change the way we look at freeze-dried food in our daily cooking. When you purchase from Simply Clean Foods, not only will you be receiving high-quality food, but you will also be supporting veterans in need across the country and those who are affected by natural disasters. Go to republicbroadcasting.org and click on long-term food storage in the rotating sponsors' banners to support RBN. Simply Clean Foods. Do it today. You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network. Because you can handle the truth. Truth, truth.